welcome to the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I'm your hostess, Allison Anderson, MD. This is the place where women in medicine come to learn how to create relationships as extraordinary as their careers. If you're looking to uplevel all of your relationships, including the one with yourself, I've got you. Using evidence-based mindset tools, my training as a life coach, and my own experience as a woman physician, I'll guide you through everything you need to know in order to create relationships beyond your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, gorgeous people. Welcome to today's episode of the podcast, and thank you for being here. By the way, if you are loving this, please make sure that you are subscribing and sharing this with people that you love that you think would enjoy it, as well as leaving me a rating and a review. You know that that's the way that we get the word out in this technological society that we live in. So I would really appreciate your help in sort of boosting us up so that I can get this in the ears of even more people that can benefit. So I am in the midst of the moving still. We are pretty much finalizing our move to California. We'll still be back and forth for a few weeks until after Thanksgiving. And then that's it. Then I'm a SoCal girl again. I actually went to undergrad there and did my fellowship in Southern California. So I'm kind of like back in a really influential place in my life and really, really excited for what the future holds in sunny Southern California. So today I want to talk to you about something that goes a little bit against what some of us are taught in our coaching certification. And that is saying that we don't know. So like a lot of times we hear our coaches tell us, or we are taught in coaching training that when we say, I don't know, in response to a question that that's not really helpful. Like some coaches are kind of like funny and, you know, strict about it. Like you're not allowed to say that, you know, what if you did know? And I understand why that is the teaching. And I agree to a large extent that when we tell ourselves that we don't know what to do or how to do it or what we want, that it does block us sometimes from our inner wisdom. So I don't think that that's te- that that teaching is wrong and I don't necessarily disagree overall. I do think that a lot of people really need to be encouraged to be decisive because it's not their default. So it makes a lot of sense why so many um, coaches guide their clients to decide and to you know, ask like, well, if you did know, what would the answer be? If you did know, what choice would you make? So I get that. And I firmly believe that sometimes it's okay and even necessary to live in that space of not knowing yet. It's more than okay to be figuring it out, to be sitting with the question and kind of pondering to even be waiting for wisdom or clarity or inspiration. Now, for sure, a lot of that can be cultivated, right? You can cultivate the feeling of inspiration by the way that you're thinking. But I find that sometimes this drive to avoid ever saying, I don't know, 
can sometimes backfire. I think that's especially true for my fellow high achieving boss lady women physicians. Like we are pretty decisive. A lot of us now I might be generalizing and I am certainly this way. And I know that a lot of you guys are too, but we're decisive. Like we're assertive. We get shit done at work. We approach things with a pretty high degree of certainty in our professional life. Not to say that we know every single thing about every single topic in medicine and not to say that we always know exactly how the patient will react to whatever treatment we're giving, but we have that energy of, you know, being a decision maker, knowing what is needed and doing that when we are in our professional lives. And so I find that for those of us that are like that, we sometimes have that spill over into our personal life. Like we can be really bossy at home <laughs> and with our spouse. We can be, you know, overly assertive, like sometimes even aggressive. We might be really used to getting things our way, having them be our way. We're used to being authoritative in some way. We're used to, you know, knowing what's best. And that's great when you're a doctor at work, as long as it's not with arrogance, right? But it's great to be sort of the expert, the one that knows, the one that does the things, the one that decides. That's great at work. And it's not always the most useful in our relationships. Now, I'm not going to go into, you know, all the masculine versus feminine traits. I'm not going to go into, you know, the hot topic of the day, which is the patriarchy. All that stuff is for sure in the background. But I do believe that there is something to be said, at least in a relationship between a man and a woman, that us really strong bossy ladies could benefit from a little bit of softness a little bit of that like feminine essence in our marriages and our romantic relationships. So when we have coaches that say, hey, you're not allowed to say, I don't know. Like you cultivate your inspiration, you decide, just make a decision. There is no wrong decision. There's for sure a time and a place for that. But for us, I think that there's also a time and a place for practicing that softness, gentleness, and flow, especially when it comes to our personal life. I think that there is a really good reason to let ourselves be in the space of not knowing everything all the time and to kind of just let that be okay, to be okay with not knowing. It's hard because we're used to knowing and we don't like feeling uncertain. We don't like it when we aren't sure what to do. And that's why it's even more important that we just allow that uncertainty in our lives. So I want you to think about if you are in the place of, I don't know with your marriage or what you want or how to make your marriage better or what that would even look like, I want you to give yourself permission to just stay in the I don't know for now. Let the things simmer. Let the decisions start to come to you. There's no need to rush, and there's no need to action your way 
into trying to fix things immediately. This is for sure a big tendency of mine. Like I think about when I have conflict with my partner or really, I guess anyone, and I just want it to be dealt with and done with like then and there. I am very quick to like have a snap reaction. I'm pretty quick to, um, you know, think I know how I feel about something or how something should play out. And I really want, I find myself, you know, craving that like closure, a decision has been made, things have been resolved. And that's just not the way that relationships really work. And that's not the way that a lot of people work either. And so it happens a lot that many of us very decisive, sort of authoritative women who totally excel in our careers because of those traits, when we try to bring that muscle into our relationships, our partners don't always respond that well. I, for one, and I know so many people have partners that really need like space to think about things. They need some time to process. And if I'm honest with myself, I also benefit from that time and space to process, but I'm always in that rush to just like get to the resolution. And so I'm not good at just living in that sort of place of like, I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen next, or I don't really know, like, where do we go with this particular issue that we're facing? Um, It's really uncomfortable. And so that's why it's even more important for me and us to let ourselves be in that place of, I don't know, for longer. Let the decisions and the clarity come to the surface because it's in there. There is for sure an application for this concept of like just deciding and making a choice and taking action and moving forward. Like that really applies in a lot of places, but in our relationships, I don't think it always does. I think it can be really useful to practice just sort of being in limbo for a little bit in whatever situation it is. So That could just be with an isolated, you know, little conflict that you have with your partner where you practice just letting the conflict be unresolved for a little while, while your partner processes and while you take the time to process that you might not even know that you need. This could apply to even, you know, the biggest decisions in your relationship, like whether you want to stay in it or not. I have a lot of women in my circle and that I hear from socially, but also that I hear from as clients who feel so stuck with the situation in their marriage that they're just ready to leave it. Just, you know, cut ties, move on. Let's try something different with somebody else. And so if you are in a place where you are not even sure if you want to stay married or if you want to stay in that relationship, It's okay not to sort of scold yourself for saying, I don't know. It's okay not to, you know, make a decision anytime soon about what you want to do. And it's okay to just live in the, I don't know. So if this resonates with you and if you are finding yourself to like always be in a hurry to figure things out, make a decision, be certain, start to question why that is. 
it's probably because you're just uncomfortable feeling the emotions of uncertainty or indecision because you're not used to it. It's not really how you operate in your professional life, at least. So notice if you're having this tendency to rush to a conclusion and to think that you always have to know and start to allow yourself space to just live in that place where you don't know yet. And that's okay. The more that you kind of soften and distance yourself from that need to decide right now, whatever it is, the more you allow what's really in there to kind of come up because you probably do deep down know a lot of these answers, which is why I think coaches encourage us not to block ourselves with, I don't know. But in our case, I think that in order to encourage those answers to come forward, we require a little bit of softening and a little bit of space and some time in the not knowing. So give it a try and see how it feels to let yourself just live in a place of I don't know with whatever the issue is in your relationship. And it could be scary and uncomfortable at first, but with practice, you might see that it actually is beneficial to your interaction with your partner when you allow for that space to not know everything right away. So that's what I have for you today, my friends. And I have two things that I want to mention to you before I let you go. One of them is that I'm writing for the blog site Medium. It's super fun. I have a couple of uh, pieces published there now, and I plan to put a lot more on. So there is a link in the show notes of this podcast, and you can go there and check me out on Medium. And it would be super awesome if you sign up for an account, which is free, and you follow me on there. I want to gain some traction with my writing as well as this podcast. And it's something that I really enjoy and that I think a lot of people would find useful. So the more followers I have on Medium, the more likely it is that my work will be seen by other people, etc. So if you would please go to the link in the show notes and follow me on Medium and read my articles because I think they're pretty cute. And leave some comments. And of course, if you ever have questions, you can send me an email or a DM on social media. I'm at Allison Anderson Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And you can let me know what your questions are or what suggestions you have or comments that you might have on my articles. You know that I love to hear from you. And then I will remind you that if you haven't gotten your copy that's free of my super cool three-part video series called Reignite the Romance this weekend, I don't know what you are waiting for because my three-part video series plus a little bonus video plus a little PDF guide has all of these amazing juicy tips for both mindset and practical application of how you can start to introduce passion, romance, connection, and intimacy in whatever form that means for you back into your marriage over the span of just three days. So you've got to go get this guide. It's at alisonandersoncoaching.com forward slash romance. Please go check it out. And then of course, get in touch with me and let me know whatever else I can help you with. I hope you guys have the best week and I will see you next time. Take care.